Hey, hey, welcome back, team. How you doing out there, you stoked, sincere, and silly dust specs? You having a wonderful summer, you hot, healthy, and happy dust specs? Welcome back to episode 23 of Beautiful Dust Specs. I'm your host, Alex Hofeld, a registered yoga instructor, a high school science teacher, a personal trainer, a nutrition enthusiast, and practitioner of things. Not quite versed in anything, but I live the life. And what else do I do? I'm just me, man, just doing this thing, trying to create a show that will foster curiosity, creativity, wonder, all told through the lens of science. So today's episode, I want to do a little short one, one that won't take too long. I'm hoping under like 15 minutes here, going into my six little happy things. I did that episode last time on the neurotransmitters of happiness, and neurotransmitters are just blowing my brain apart. They're so crazy to look at and learn, but some of the people who reached out to me on the internet said they'd like me to dive a little deeper into to them. Make those a little stickier, okay? That's what I'm trying to do, peeps. I'm trying to make this sticky. I'm trying to show you not just the science, not just the health and wellness or whatever, but it's kind of a wholehearted thing. It's, it's supposed to be well-rounded. I want somebody who is a science geek, knows the science inside and out to maybe look back, step back, and see the feel of it. You know, get the wonder, get the awe of it, and then hopefully that could motivate them to make a couple positive changes in their life. Make a couple changes for good and see what's up. I'm looking for the person who is not not into science, but maybe motivated or is not motivated and just not into science and stumbles upon this podcast to go, holy crap, if there's anything in this world, in this universe that can motivate me, it is the science. It is showing me every single day that the most ordinary moments in our lives are truly epically, awesomely extraordinary. So some of you guys have been reaching out to me on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and email and so on and so forth, and I'm getting responses, and God, it's awesome. It makes me feel so good. So if you have responded to me, that is amazing. I just got Jen, I forgot her full name, but it was just her like her handle on Instagram reaching out. You know, that is just so cool, guys. And if you like this, go on iTunes, you know, share it with your homies. Just pass it along into the ether. Share the episode on your Facebook, your Twitter, your Instagram account. If it if it really moves you that well and you're that stoked on it, and share it with somebody. Share it with somebody who might like it. And it'll just snowball and it'll permeate because that's the mission. The mission is not to make money as much as it is to just simply share the knowledge to make you a happier, healthier person when you turn off this microphone. And then rate and review it on iTunes because that's what helps us, you know, get our audience out there. That's what's up. It's also on Google Play right now. I use that a lot. And then Stitcher Stitcher, you know. I have listened to over 1,200 hours on my Stitcher. I can't get over that. I listen to a lot of podcasts. What a weirdo. So let's dive in, baby. I listen to podcasts because they make me happy. They make me knowledgeable. They learn and teach me things as I'm driving through on my car, in my car, doing the things that I do. And happiness is everything right? So we're going to the six steps and guys, happiness is like super easy. Like it's like the easiest thing to obtain and, and, and you'll keep going in your life. Not at all, man. Happiness is tough, dude. Happiness is the toughest thing sometimes. And it's truly, in my opinion, the focal point of what it means to be alive. You know, again, we're these people, we're these humans, these happy, healthy things that can personify the happiness, that can give it names and write songs, music, art, language, wonder. We can encompass all of it to us. And, you know, before I get going on my six steps here, just remember, guys, you are a teeny tiny, epically awesome ball of cells. 37 million, sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, 37 trillion cells, each with its own structure and function that allows you to walk, talk, think, and feel through this world, walking on this earth that's surrounding this sun in a galaxy of two. 200 billion stars in a universe that is composed of 200 billion galaxies all made up of the same stuff. You're a ball of stellar debris, stellar chemistry that has now been energized by starlight. 
that make you happy? That made me happy. I'm smiling, just reading and writing about that. And I'm telling you, I'm not lying to you when I say that is what my focal point is in my mindfulness practice, my yoga, my health, my wellness, my life revolves around these ideas of when and why I'm bummed. I come back to it. It makes me pumped. So this happiness thing, quick review. It is neurochemistry, right? It is, you know, we, we talk about the heart. On my next episode, I'm going to do a little longer. I'll, I'll post it this weekend on love and loss. And it resonates even more so with me right now because of this crazy Orlando tragedy. But this is the happy episode. So I don't want to bum you out too much or really even talk about it too much in this one. I'll, I will talk a little bit about it in the next one because I think it's important. So the happiness of everything, it's just the chemistry, right? It is these tiny little neurotransmitters, dopamine, norepinephrine, serotonin, oxytocin. It's a hormone. You know, all these things that are there and I'm telling you and teaching you this because it, it shows you that when you are happy or are not happy preferably even when not happy it doesn't mean anything's wrong with you it doesn't mean there's anything you know that you're broken or any you know you're just you're choosing things and there's things in your life that are in the ether of your of your of your day that are changing the chemistry of your brain and first we have to acknowledge it we have to acknowledge and understand that that is what's up so if you're bummed you're depressed you're unhappy you're lonely it's okay be that embrace those feelings but know there's nothing going down nothing wrong with you it's just the chemistry is it and the cool thing about being human the great thing about being you is that you can turn off this podcast when the episode's over don't stop yet and you can go do these things i'm gonna try and share with you that will help change the chemistry of your brain therefore will then permeate and create you and make you more happy that's awesome that is so powerful that we can take control of this and that's what health and wellness life is all about it's about taking control of the moments that are the moments of our life so my six steps. I did six because six is like one cooler than your top five. But here's the six little happy hacks here. So the first one was exercise. Exercise is huge. I don't really need to talk too much about it, but everything. when You can't read these neurotransmitter sites and sources that I found to research the last article without talking about exercise. Guys, exercise permeates into everything. Nobody listening to this needs to know that. It may suck at first. It may not be your favorite thing to do, but it will get easier and it'll get better and you'll soon become it'll become a part of you. It'll ebb and it'll flow. You'll ride the roller coaster, embrace the chaos of the good days and the bad. You'll get sore, but just pick something. Pick yoga, pick CrossFit, pick running, pick whatever, but do it smart. Do it really well. Be educated on it. Don't just be a mindless drone that goes through the motions. Look through and think through and do the things you can do. And if you can give 10 minutes of exercise, 5, 60 seconds, anything above zero, you're moving towards the right direction. Celebrate the tiny little miracles, the tiny little moments, right? The tiny little... um what do they call it? I'm, I'm totally spacing on my words right now. The the tiny wins, you know, just, just celebrate the win that it is. So couple that with number two, couple that with eating right. Your nutrition is everything, guys. Your nutrition is what you are. Remember, you are inputting into your body the stellar building blocks that make up you, that make up the structures that create a body that can have functions, that can do things and act on happiness or attack it. And again, all we got to do is we have to attack happiness. We have to go at it full throttle. Go at it and embrace it and try and give it to yourself and then share it with as many people as around you and take a step back if you're not a happy person right now and ask yourself why. Why am I going to spend these amazing, awesome, epic moments that are on this earth bummed out? And I'm, I'm guilty of this. I'm a complainer. I, I have a tendency to complain. You know, I'm really anxious today. I got stuff going on. You know, it, it's just the nature of the beast, but it is what it is. And hopefully after I get done recording this episode, it usually makes me happier. Hopefully it'll resonate with you and it'll make you happier. But anyways, diverting, 
eat right. Do something. Pick something that you think is the right diet for you, but do it from the focal point of mind. Be mindful about it. Know that the diet and exercise protocol should not wear you down. It's always tragic when I hear one of my clients, my friends, my people, you know, they're looking good. Maybe they're losing weight. They're looking more fit. And I'm like, bro, what's up, man? Like, that's great. Like, you're looking awesome. Like, how you feeling? They're like, oh, you know, like I'm losing weight, bro. But like, damn, man, I'm like, I'm like super tired. Like, I'm just, I'm just like hungry all the time and I'm tired. Like, but it's working. I'm feeling, I'm losing weight. You're like, no, 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 you're not feeling good. Guys, your diet, your nutrition, your exercise should make you want to run through a wall. It is not meant to break you down and be in this constant state of tired, sore, hungry, you know, thirsty kind of feel. No, no, no. It's supposed to make you feel great. When my exercise is dialed in and my nutrition is dialed in, yes, I look better. I feel better. I feel stoked. I feel excited. I feel like I can run through a wall. So as you get through this, I don't have enough time to go into all the different ways. I do buttered coffee. I follow the bulletproof diet. I eat paleo. I try and avoid grains, you know, and stuff like that. Eat lowish carbs unless I'm working out. I eat a lot of fat and it's really, really helped me. I've had my blood drawn. That's mine. How did I come to this conclusion? There's smarter people out there in the internet ether of this awesome world of knowledge that we have at our fingertips. I selected and choose to follow some of these protocols and not go back and forth side to side. You know, don't jump from like vegan to vegetarian to paleo. I could find you a hundred articles that say why buttered coffee is great. I could find you 200 articles that say why it's bad. So do what you can do. See how you feel. Quantify how it's looking, feeling, acting. You know, go get some blood drawn after a while if you're going for the high fat thing, you know. Just be smart about it, but embrace it for a minute. Let it do its course and just just, just go on the feel of it. It should make you feel happy. It should make you feel excited and pumped up. If not, the diet and nutrition is not working for you. But happy relative to a healthy lifestyle. Not happy because that Twinkie tasted like that Twinkie. But that's, you know, just think about it that way. So remember, eating right is everything. So the exercise and the eating right can change your neurochemistry of your brain. It will change and increase and decrease the levels of neurotransmitters that will then, you know, continue to permeate through your brain, changing the chemistry of you. This is the signaling mechanism. Your hypothalamus and your pituitary gland inside your brain truly control the feels of life. It is how your body perceives the feeling of how you are feeling. And that's amazing. And that's kind of crazy, right? We, we It's our reptilian mind. It's this deep set part of our brain that releases these neurotransmitters and these hormones that signal to the whole body, hey, I'm happy. Hey, I'm stressed. Hey, I'm depressed. Hey, I'm lonely. Hey, I'm stoked. Hey, whatever. And your body will then feel what it is. You know what it means to feel, to be happy, feel loved, feel excited. I think so much of the downfall of, you know, the bad of society, and I see it in school, comes from people who can't find happiness, who can't find a group that connects with them on some level, cannot find a stoke in their everyday lives, and then they just... They have nothing left to do but be unhappy, but their brain chemistry's off. Their brain chemistry's not there. And I'm not calling you crazy. I'm just saying, like, you're not doing the things in your day that will increase those neural pathways, that will increase the chemistry of happiness. You think of it as like a recipe. There's recipes you can, your brain will mix these things together and will try and maybe fight it. I don't know. It's kind of a crazy thing to ponder. Like, will the brain, why doesn't the brain fight happiness? Because the brain, I think, just does what your body's going to have it do. That's wild. Sorry. I didn't even think about that until I started talking in here. But that was really ranty. 
So when you get these things, it's just a little concoction. It's like making a cake versus making eggs. You want to make the happy. You want to put in the ingredients and create the measurements and the concoction in your mind that will create a happy, healthy you. So the third one, the third step here is sleep. Okay, make sure you sleep well. Don't go through life thinking that you need to be this person that is like crushing it because you're sleeping like five hours a day. And there are people out there, like I know Dave Asprey is a guy I really listen to with the Bulletproof Coffee. He swears you can only function on five hours. I cannot. I just got done with tennis camp and I've been going to bed at like 11 because it's summertime for teacher life. But I had to get up at five for that. And I'm pooped, man. I need I need a night's sleep here. My body's wearing down. And, you know, when your body wears down, stuff goes down. I tweaked my knee this week. And I think it's just because of not taking care of myself post fitness days, like exercise. And also I'm just tired and not eating the best. And it, it changed on me. So the sleep, you know, I don't have I don't have a ton of time to go into this. There's so many resources out there. Just research them. Research ways that'll help you sleep. Attempting to get seven to eight hours. I'll give you my quick ones. I take natural calm and kava tea. Kava tea from yogi time and natural calm really help me before bed. Even with a little like heavy whipping cream, I try and get some fat. My like go-to, I've also read stuff about dessert is not the end of the world before bed. It actually satiates you and helps you sleep a little bit, especially if you're on like a low carb, you know, high, high fitness diet, like I kind of am. And that really helps me. Um, what else do I do? My room is pitch black. There's not a single light in my room after I'm ready to go. No alarm clocks, no little right red lights nothing that will trigger a photoreceptor in my body i have blackout curtains that is as dark as possible so i can sleep as long as possible um i have not a very aggressive alarm that you know rouses me up really rapidly i then jump up out of bed really quickly kind of like not quickly but i kind of do like a back roll i try and put a little flavor like a little flare to the morning it's low to the ground so i'll kind of like tuck and roll and like dismount like a gymnast and now i get lucky and i get to live on a lake so i open up the window and i get to see a sunrise over the water because i'm lucky and i'm very grateful which will lead into the next next part here in a second. Lastly, the weird one that I do is I've been taking cold showers, and I'm talking like, like like hold your breath cold as you go. I put it at my feet, and then I like take three depths, like I'm pumping myself up, and I push it up onto my chest, and I'm like, whoa! But it feels amazing. It lowers your body temperature. Pretty much scientifically proven that a hot shower is worse for your sleep than a cold shower prior to bed. You can start with a hot shower and end with a cold, but if you're gnarly and if you like biohacking and feeling, you know, doing things you can do to feel best, try a cold shower baby you're gonna love it last one is or not last last one sorry um number four is practice gratitude and mindfulness Gratitude practice is just your try and spend your brain power. Try and focus on things that make you great, gra- uh, you know, gratitude. I use the uh, the the five minute journal that I bought off. Of, I heard that about that on Tim Ferriss's podcast, which is a wonderful podcast as well. Probably the best that's out there right now, aside from Radiolab. And you you just write down five things you're ha- three things you're happy about, uh, three things that you want to accomplish, and then they have the PM section. You give yourself a little mantra too, and then at the PM section it was like, what were three things you were grateful you accomplished, and what could have made today a little better. And it's just a really easy journal. It's called the five minute journal. It costs like 25 bucks, but it's pretty. It's like, it's like, it, it's just, it's a pretty, it's a well done book. A lot of wasted pages in there, but I you know I don't design it. And then mindfulness. Mindfulness practice is like meditation. You know, there's so many ways I could do whole episodes on these things, which I, you know, I don't have a total conduit yet of like a health podcast. I would like to get on one because I have some stuff. I like, I like talking about these things. I like practicing it. Mindfulness is just becoming aware of what's in your head so that you can, you know, kind of just become aware of it. It's not even like take control or change it per se. It's just allow for that, that, that monkey mind, that buzz in the back of your head, that internal monologue that's always there to become aware of what it is and look at how it's affecting you. Is it really something that's going down? You know, it, it, it's a, I'm not explaining that very well, but it's just becoming aware of what's in your mind. You know, your mind is full of stuff. So we're trying to like, 
the best example ever came from the app, which I recommend using, which is called Headspace. Download the Headspace app and do their 10-day challenge, 10 minutes a day for 10 days. It's wonderful. And he has this amazing Andy Pudicombe. He has great TED Talks as well on this. He has an amazing uh, little animation where this little cartoon character is sitting on the side of the road and all these cars are going by that are in his brain. And it's like lonely, happy, sad, hungry, worried. It's all these adjectives that describe various states of what could be going on in our mind. And the first animation, he's like, we always try and go out and stop and redirect the cars. And the little guy like runs in front of all the cars and they go around him. They crash into him and into each other. And it's worse and it's chaos. He says, in reality, what we got to do is mindfulness teaches us to sit on the curb during our mindfulness practice and just watch the cars go by. Don't change them. Don't stop them. Don't redirect them. Just let them do. Anxious, sad, happy, whatevs, you know, that's good to go. So I highly recommend using the the Headspace. If 10 minutes is tough for you at the beginning, it's okay. It's a skill. It takes time. Turn on your favorite song. Pick like a three to four minute song that gets you jamming. Put your, you know, noise canceling headphones on. Sit up comfortably and just listen to that song and just breathe through the song. And just literally just like... Like nothing, nothing fancy, just normal, basic breathing. You know, don't overthink it. You will get better at it. But the the headspace one is the best way to go. So gratitude and mindfulness. Number five is really broad. Go through life each and every day with the intention to think, learn, love, be social, and be you. Put yourself out there into the world and use your amazing magical brain to learn new things. Don't become static. Be a dynamic human in everything, in your learning, in your thinking. Embrace thinking. Embrace learning. In your love. If you get the option and the ability to fall in love, be in love, be in a loving relationship, don't let that slide. Grab on to love with this vicious intensity and try and share love, not just with your dogs and cats and moms and dads and significant others, wives, kids. Share it with everyone around you. Share it with me. Share the love with me. I guarantee you connecting with each other on the internet and you tell me it will make me feel loved and we'll get we'll have a conversation you know what i mean i'm not it's not like an outside way of like getting you to review my podcast it's telling you that we can make a connection humans are connective human beings we are a community it's one of the challenges of society today as we feel disconnected so be social and 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 be you guys be when you're being social and you're being it you know be the thing that you are i struggle with this in life i sometimes feel like people look at me like a cartoon character because i'm into so many things and i try and do so many different things and action pack my life in in because I have this fear of squandering my gifts and people don't always respond to it very well and you'll go through an ebb and a flow where you'll look at it and you'll constantly hear the negativity and usually a lot of that's just in your mind right that voice inside our head needs to be our best ally needs to be our biggest fan chances are it's our biggest hater and that starts to permeate and you stop being you step back figure out what you are and if you can be you to the best of your ability and it's not I don't know part of me is like there's things I have in my characteristics and personality that really hinder me here and there so I try and I try and hedge those I can't just like keeping it real bro and just like slap somebody across the face because I want to I don't do that I'm not violent at all it's more like I be who I want to be and you're trying to talk about something and I'm gonna like force science on you yeah let's talk about science while we're at a movie you know because I'm a weirdo all right and then lastly number six if I can keep this up in 60 seconds here it's probably about a 22 minute episode I can never get to 15. You guys know me. But reframe the question. Number six, reframe it. Chase it. And then lastly, understand that it's a choice. You are going to take all of these things, reframe the question, and you're going to reframe what it means to think something is making you unhappy. Figure out, is it truly a real thing or is it just me personifying this 
ingrained idea that I'm calling myself unhappy. Attempt to like change your internal mantra and monologue to like, I'm unhappy to, I'm going to try and be happy. Or just straight fake it till you make it for a while and just say, I'm happy. Just sit down. The In the last episode, I talked about how the happiest man alive is a monk. And he says, just sit down for ten, you know, 10 minutes a day. Or just, I think it was just sit down and just focus on 10 happy thoughts from anything. From like, I like this coffee. This microphone is great. To, you know, I, I love Mozart's Fifth Symphony. To, I enjoy the ability of my hands to be able to write. You know, like, just, just, just reframe it. Just look at it from a different format. And then go forth and aggressively attempt to do the things that make you happy. Surround yourself with happiness and know that you can't always and forever be the happiest person on the planet and that life will try and, you know, hold you down. Life will try and do things that will make you unhappy. And kind of society wants to hold your happiness down. Society, in my opinion, a lot of times, if they're unhappy, they want to shield that for you. They don't look at you as like, dude, that dude's happy. Good for him. They're like, that guy's happy. I'm unhappy. Come and get And you go, they go attack you, which is just blows my my mind. For me, when I'm unhappy and I see someone's happy, I learn from them. I start to look at, maybe even ask them, like, what do you do that makes you so stoked? You seem like an awesome person. They know something that I don't know and their lives are in a good spot. Freaking learn from them, man. Learn from the people that are out there. Take the people, the role models that you see you enjoy and see what they do and turn that in on yourself and you'll be, you'll just be a happier person. What could go wrong with that? And then, like I said, finally, it is just a choice. And it, it's you can make a choice to think of it as a choice. You can make a choice to make a choice. Won't always work. Some days you will not. A boyfriend, a girlfriend breaks up with you. Somebody dies, the awfulness, Orlando, whatever. You know, there's things in your life that there's sometimes you're not going to be happy. Just sit back and try and be mindful and understand that it will pass. It will, unless you let it eat you alive, it'll depermeate. It'll it'll diffuse through your day. When I'm unhappy, I try and do things that are going to create a high concentration of happiness inside my body, which will then diffuse throughout me. And diffuse is a scientific principle. Everything goes from high concentration to low. When we're negative, we have this high concentration of crappiness inside of us, and it's permeating throughout the rest of our body, our system, our lives. I don't like that. I try and figure out ways. Mine is science, nutrition, uh, dynamic living is really what gets me going. Being social, learning something new, and being active is the things I need to do when I am bummed that will get me out of a funk. And guys, everyone deals with depression. Depression is not uh, its not something that you're broken with. It's not something that is something you're doing wrong. It sneaks up on even the greatest people. You know, I have a, I have a, I have a life that I really enjoy. I've, I've, gotten, I've gotten so lucky and gracious about the lives and the gifts that I've been given both from my body, my friends, my genetics, my family, but there's still times where I get bummed. You know, I, I struggle in love. I don't, I don't, I haven't found, you know, I, I, that's not something I've been able to locked down too well. I have, I've had some great relationships. I'm, I know a lot of good people, but it's just something that every once in a while really, really gets me down in life. And I just try and fight it. And the more old, the older I get, the more I be like, man, this is just going to pass. And I al- almost think about it. Say you get your heart broken. If you reframe it to like, man, this is horrible, but it's so cool that I was so in love that I got to experience love to the degree where it can make me feel this bad. Cause without the bad, you wouldn't have had that good. And there's so many people that don't get to enjoy the good. So if you know, 
know what you love. You know what makes you happy. You know what makes you feel stoked. Go after it. Do the things you can do. Take tiny little moments in your day to change the composition of your of your brain chemistry. Eat right. Be right. Act right. Do little things. Read a book. Just do something every day that makes you a more dynamic person because you're not an idiot. You know the things that you need to do to make yourself happier. We just, for some reason, choose to put it off. Don't put it off. Take one action right now. When this podcast ends, take anything that has resonated with you. Don't re-listen to the episode. Something stuck with you. Something went like, hmm, go do that. If it's, you know, you're going to have like a healthy meal. You're going to go maybe go walk. Maybe do some push-ups. Maybe you're going to go learn something. Maybe you're going to go high-five your homie or your friends or go go hug your dog. Just do something. Do something. Maybe you go try a mindfulness session. Do something that makes you happy. Download the Headspace app. There you go. You did something today that leads you towards a happier, healthier life. Because you guys are amazing. You're wonderful. You're awesome. You're epic. And you're, you're, a, you're a beautiful dust speck. That's it, man. You are an amazing, catastrophic, one times 10 to the 2,685,000th improbability of even existing. That's the probability of you being you. Mathematically, an improbable factor of zero to be the thing that you are. So love that life. Love that self. Love that thing. If you love this, please reach out to me. Facebook, Instagram, Beautiful Dustbecks, Twitter at the underscore science bro, Gmail, beautiful dustbecks at gmail.com. Baby, just check it out, man. Open up, reach out to me, leave a review on iTunes, subscribe, share it with your homies. Let's go forth and let's be happy, healthy, wonderful, beautiful dustbecks. Love you guys. Peace.